said and she said you need to pay attention If they make the comment then it's worth the mention Jamil and Shatora you know they got the scoop At work talking about what black people do If you ain't real then you probably won't feel this It's all facts you know they coming with the realness Or pettiness either way you are getting it Uncut, unfiltered, and unedited Lifting up the culture, you know how it's gotta be Making words work, give it to you tongue in cheek Forget that water cooler, we like tea sweet This is boss talk reserved for the be sweet Be sweet, be sweet Boss talk is reserved for the be sweet Be sweet, be sweet Cool it out or you end up on that be sweet What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the B-Suite Podcast. What black people talk about at work. Yeah. At work from home. Work from home. This is the, the COVID edition. The mask on. The mask on COVID edition of the B-Suite <laughs> Podcast. What's going on, Shatora? I'm here. Yeah? <laughs> How are you, Jamil? Man, I'm trying to adjust to this uh, whole work from home situation. and. Yeah. This COVID thing has been like, oh my God. It's, it's been a lot. It has it's been. been a lot. And um, I thankfully get to work from home too. I mm. just first want to acknowledge everybody who does not get the privilege to work from home. Um, thank you for all of your service and everything you do. And everybody who um, might not even be able to work right now. Uh, understand that that's also a very difficult situation to be in so um while we might be uh cheeky about working from home we absolutely are compassionate and understanding to your individual situations and you know knowing that we're all getting through this together yeah, so. absolutely absolutely and it, it, this has been a, a trying time for a lot of people you know um with um, people just having to adjust to new normals now. Yeah. This new ways of like life. And I think even after uh, this situation is over. Uh, I, yeah. I just don't think anything will ever be the same. No, no, I don't. I, I don't either. No, it's like 9-11, you know, yeah. travel totally changed after that. How we um, got through, how we moved through the world. Mm -hmm. Just It just totally changed. And, and this definitely is going to be. Another mark of um, importance, especially for our generation, yeah, you know, yeah. we we came of age when 9-11 happened. Um, I'll never forget where I was that day. Mm -hmm. I was in math class and everything just stopped, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so this is another big destructive um, event that's happening for millennials and um it's just really kind of cool to see how my friends and and other people are adapting to this yet again i'll say people mm. can say what they want about millennials but it seems to me like we're pretty damn resilient yo we've been, i saw a meme recently <laughs> um we've been through so much as millennials <laughs> we've been through so much we went through uh all before the age of 40 we had 9-11 yeah we had COVID yeah Kobe died yeah um, I mean we, the financial the crisis. financial crisis when a lot of us were getting out of college yeah we I mean we we really been through a whole lot before yeah. the age we went through the, the drug epidemic the yeah. crack epidemic you know especially yeah. for communities of color yeah. you know so but like you said I think we are resilient people I think we are mm. resilient and I, and I think that um what this does is just show the importance of of neighborliness and kindness and mm -hmm. love and um and it, it's just really kind of cool to see everybody um 
kind of uh, like exhibiting that in their own way, whether it's like a random FaceTime or just a text just to check up on you. Mm. Um, you know, I know I've done that or just, you know, I sent a card to somebody the other day. What? What is that? That's like <laughs> I, a VCR. <laughs> I went to the store, bought a card, put a stamp on it and put it in a mailbox. Like, wow. holy cow, that was... That was a lot, but I know that when that person gets it, it is gonna be like stuff like that goes a long it's way. It's gonna go such a long way. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna go such a long way. So yeah, I mean, it, this I think this whole situation is um, allowing us to put things that should be important in our lives, yeah. you know, um, at the forefront. You know, I know for me, um, and I, I'm sure a lot of people can attest to this. You know, being a young black millennial, you know, we are constantly just boom, 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 Going. on the go, on this, on yeah. the go, all the time. And things that we, you know, uh, sometimes take for granted, like family, and you mm-hmm. know, um, establishing, you know, good relationships with friends, and just mm-hmm. having those type of relationships with people. Um, you know, like I said, we can easily take those things for granted. You yeah. know, all for the love or in the name of, like, yo, I gotta grind, I gotta yeah. get it out here. You know, but I think um, this right here um, has forced us to slow down and made us really understand that, you know what's important in our lives, the things that we really need to be focusing on. Yeah. And I know for me, you know, I've been making sure, you know, reaching out to, you know, my parents, make, and, you know, I don't have the greatest relationship with them. I mean, we, we're good. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things where I'm just always on the go. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, boy, this has allowed me just to, like, just to slow down, you know, make sure that I'm reaching out to my, my friends, my loved ones, and then reestablishing relation, and relationships and friendships and, and such as well. Yeah. You know, because I know for a long time, you know, I was just so just okay with the fact that like, yo, I'm just gonna be, I'm just gonna, I gotta get out here and get it. If I gotta be, be out here on my own, then so be it. Yeah. But I'm just like, that's just not the way that I think life is supposed to be. Isn't that interesting? Cause we kind of talked about this last time when we were talking about how like people don't value an average life anymore. Mm-hmm. And we're always looking for celebrity or just a higher status. Yeah. And really now I saw somebody said something on Twitter I think like you know what are people doing with their fancy cars and you know their diamonds right now right (laughs) you know that's not really gonna get you anywhere Mm -hmm. it's those relationships it's that love and 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 even if we just think about like if someone does contract this virus and they end up in the hospital on a ventilator you can't go see them yeah right and they're on a ventilator so they can't really talk to you Mm -hmm. or anything and so those people the most loving thing you can do for that person is stay away from them Mm -hmm. and that's a really hard concept to uh, to grasp when you're talking about loving somebody and caring about them Mm -hmm. so now i think it really helps us to value and understand that when you do have the opportunity to reach out to talk to somebody to show them your appreciation and your love you got to take it you got to take that opportunity when you can and sometimes that means it's not about the grind it's not about the shine yeah that stuff, it's I'm telling you, things. you know, it's it's times like now where we realize that those material things are freaking meaningless, yo. Yeah. This, yeah. Those things are meaningless, yeah. you know. Uh, and I know for me, it's it's really been all about um, just having those, and like I said, just reestablishing those relationships with people, um, just 
and it's it's felt really good. I I can't even front. Yeah, like, like yeah. just being able just to sit. Like I just the other day, a couple of days ago. I was a part of this program um, when I growing up in high school, the Upward Bound program, mm -hmm. it's a college preparatory pro, uh, mm -hmm. uh, program, and you know that program. I, I credit that program for really changing my life. Mm -hmm. Like the um, the director at the time, who became like a father to me. You know, I haven't seen him in God knows how long. I love this man. Like, I mean, some I, it used to get to a point I I could just be talking about him just in a in a regular way, and just just the emotion of just talking about him. I would just be getting all you know all teary eyed and stuff. You know, but um, so we actually had a Zoom reunion mm. the other day with like it was it had to be about maybe about twenty five of us mm. on there. You know, all of us that we haven't seen in years. Yeah, we haven't seen each other in like maybe since almost 20 plus years yo yeah, you know and it just felt so good just to reconnect with yeah. everyone and then that had me go through some old photos that I had and you know I'm just I was just showing them photos of themselves or that I still have of them um and that just it just felt so amazing just to be able to reconnect with people like that yeah. you know so so I know for me I, I want to make a very conscious effort to make sure that I'm I'm doing more of that you know, making sure that I'm reaching out to people that I, I might not have spoken to in a long time or reaching out to somebody who I might have had beef with. And I'm just like, you know what? It's time for us to squash this beef. Squash the beef. Yeah, it's time for us to squash it, it. Like it doesn't even matter in the grand scheme of things, right. you know, right. it's 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 a beautiful thing um, to see what comes out of tragedy. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that's what makes humans so amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we are our worst enemy nine times out of 10. Yeah, yeah. However, um, when given the opportunity, we, we can really do some quite amazing things. And, and thank the Lord this happened when we have such a high level of connectivity digitally mm -hmm. uh, right. because I, you know i know that that has saved me and you know my internet for all of spectrum's woes because <laughs> <laughs> they have a lot of them has been on point <laughs> my internet has been on point this whole time um and uh it you know it, it's just been it, it's been really good to know that like i, I don't just have like an hour a day mm -hmm. of where i can be connected mm. but you know, any day, any time, um, I, I still have that opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was thinking about like how you were reaching out to people and, and all of that. And it also made me think about music mm -hmm. and you have been doing some DJ live oh, streams. Man. I, yo, listen, the, this quarantine has brought <laughs> me out of DJ retirement, man. <laughs> I'm, I've been having some fun with it too. Yeah. I've been having I've been having a lot of You've fun. You've been everywhere. Listen, like, and they, people have been booking me. I mean, and they've been paying me too, which is oh, crazy. Oh. Yo, I'm getting okay. yo, I'm right. getting I'm getting paid. You know, like, I, and I haven't been going out there, you know, um, requesting that I get paid. Right. You know, I just do it off the love. You know, I don't right. know the last uh, 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 party that I had the a chance to DJ virtually. You, you know, they they, they were cash at me. They, they cashed out the <laughs> hell out of me, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, big shout out to my girl Shannon, man. She had a, the ill birthday party, and it was Shan it was Smitty yeah. That's party. my girl, man. Like, I mean, that what happens at the quarantine party stays at the quarantine party. Like, yo, we had a we had some, we had a good time. We had a really good time. So yeah, it's just, it's just been feeling so good just to be out here and just have this creative outlet. I love DJing. I absolutely love it. Again, I just kind of got out of it for a while because of the work you that I was saying. Like, yeah, I just had a lot of yeah. stuff going on. But um, like now, I'm just I'm like fully back into it yeah. now, man. I'm yo Jake is busy as back, baby. Let's go, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> um, I uh, was um, 
like I've really been into music. I've kind of given up TV for mm-hmm. the time being mm-hmm. because I just I can't sit there. But um, I have I put on music any chance I get if it's cooking, if I'm reading, if I'm cleaning. Um, and today I was actually doing a little uh, a little yoga flow. Okay. And I put on my girl Erica Badu's album, the Which one, one from 2015. Oh, that um, that was a vibe, yo. This one, but you can't use my phone. Yeah, oh, yeah. That oh was a God. whole vibe. Like, thank you, Erica. Mm, thank you. I think like, every song was about like something about a telephone. It was about something, something about a telephone, yeah, and she yeah. she popped it off with Drake's um, "You Used to Call Me." Mm-hmm. Um, but on this one, what is it called? It's called uh, Cellular Device. And it's just, I, I was like, I could do this, you know? And there's just something about the way that um, I think the uh, the distance, the time, and the energy has allowed the music just to kind of like flow through me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, music has totally been feeding my soul right now. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, I don't know any other way to describe it, but just that like, I have really been leaning heavy on music. Sometimes it makes me dance. Sometimes it makes me cry. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it makes me flow, but no matter what, like when I can't with the news, when I can't with TV, when I can't with work, like when I just can't, uh, music is always there, so. And that's what music is supposed to do. For you sure. Know? Um, and I've been, you know, like I've been reconnected to music in a way that I just haven't been connected to in a long time, and it feels good. And I, I've even been watching a lot of the the um, Instagram uh, IG live battles between like the producers <laughs> and such. You know, uh, you know, we got the Teddy Riley versus Babyface. It was like a, uh, it was a whole bunch of them, man. That just the um, who was a Neo versus Jonte uh, Austin, which was really really dope uh t-pain versus Lil john which was really dope the celebrities been coming through yo the rizza versus uh it was a rizza versus um dj premier like those have been amazing 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 you know so um i'm just um I'm just really just excited about music again. I mean, oh, like, it's so been it's just been getting right me through. Yeah. It's this been one of the things that's been kind of getting me through um, this this whole quarantine stuff that we're in right now. So, and speaking of, I just kind of have a question. Like, outside of like music, you know, because you know, you know, being in a space where we're just quarantined and we're just kind of like you know, like in our own little spaces. Left to our own devices. Yeah, I mean, it, it, could, it could be a little nerve-wracking. It could drive <laughs> us a little crazy. So what have been what have been some of the things that you've been able to do for yourself to kind of help you cope through this whole quarantine? Oh, my gosh. Literally everything I do is to help me <laughs> cope through this quarantine. I, like, I'm I, that's no stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. Um, or, I'm sorry, that's no exaggeration. But um, I will say one thing. First, and then I have a little treat for y'all. But the first thing I'm going to say is when the quarantine first started happening, um, I ran to the liquor store. <laughs> I did. I ran. You know, the- they still open. <laughs> and I, well, that was before they were deemed essential. Mm-hmm. So I was. Wait, sure- liquor stores are deemed essential? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> People so, got to get that juice, you man. Gotta get that juice. So um, I ran to the liquor store and I bought the whole store. And <laughs> I think within the first. Two weeks, and I'm not a heavy drinker. I think within the first two weeks, I went through like six bottles of wine mm-hmm. by myself. Like, wait, what? Yeah, like <laughs> by myself. So that's like a bottle of wine every other day, basically. Jesus Christ. Um, your liver, and- man. Pray for your liver. <laughs> well, um, 
after like a week and a half, two weeks, I just realized like, and and that's, it was also supplemented with tequila along the way, <laughs> if we're just being clear. Um, and I just realized that like, that wasn't it. Mm-hmm. Like that was not it. That wasn't doing it for me. And when, and then like I started to kind of feel like I was coming down after. And I was like, ooh, no, like this is not it. And then I started using it like when I got stressed. So I would feel stressed. Work in the beginning was extremely stressful because nobody knew really what to do. Mm -hmm. There was no groove. There was no SOPs. There were no just clear directives because it was like, all of this information was coming at us at once and you just had to ride that wave. Yeah. So when I did feel anxiety, I was like, bottle, bottle, you know, <laughs> I'm like, okay, laptop closed, bottle <laughs> open. And then I just got to the point where I was like, no, mm-mm, this is not it. Mm-hmm. I am going to be depressed after this and mm-hmm. I might have a problem. So I put a, um, I, I said, I'm not gonna drink anymore. And I have drank since then. I've had a glass of wine if I made like a dope dinner as my mm-hmm. treat or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But like no more drinking bottles at night. And instead I've turned to books, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I write uh, I write poetry a lot. And so um, I have all these books of poetry that I've been like meaning to get back to or just um, uh, books of guidance, you know, little snippets here or there that, that I have incorporated like into my daily routine. And that has really fed my soul. So like when I feel anxious now, I turn to the written word, mm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to read this for everybody uh, because I think that it is really helpful right now. I have this book, it's called Black Pearls, Daily Meditations, Aspiration affirmations and inspirations for African-Americans. Um, and I need it, that. I need that. <laughs> it's, it's by Eric Coppage. And I got it at Barnes and Noble. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just a little daily read, um, one pager every day. But the very first one, the very first one, which I went back and reread recently, was about faith. And um, the quote is from Doug Williams, and it says, I've had so many downs that I knew the law of averages would be in my favor one day. Mm. And um, and then the commentary says, when life seems to bring nothing but a string of defeats and disappointments, we've got to have faith that something good is still in store for us. Mm. With this faith, we can forge ahead and continue to put forth our best effort. Without it, we give up and accept what comes our way, good or bad. Our precious dreams begin to seem absurdities. It is imperative that we see ourselves as worthy and deserving of a good life. There may be rejections. It may take us a while. But as long as we stay in the game, there's every chance we'll score. On the sidelines, we can only watch as others do the work and the winning. And then it always gives you a task for the day. So it says, on this day, I will spend five minutes to relax and visualize success in achieving one of my goals. Now, now might not be the time to be super goal oriented per mm-hmm. se, but now is definitely the time to focus on what you can control. Yes. And focus mm-hmm. on yes. focus <laughs> on, you know, what within your life um you can make into a positive. Mm-hmm. And so if you're somebody who's out there who feels like you don't have any control over your life, I challenge you that you do have more control than you believe at this moment. Mm-hmm. 
And also that if you start every day with a mindset that these are the three things I'm going to do to get through this day, Mm -hmm. you'll start with maybe getting through one of those things and then you'll get through two, then three, then you'll start, then the list will get to five things. And then every day will become a productive one Mm -hmm. where you're happy. You know, if you've got an outstanding bill that you can call and see if they can waive the fees or whatever, call them. You know, mm-hmm. if if there's a side project that you've been holding off on, um, just start a little bit of it. I think sometimes what we tend to do is overwhelm ourselves with too much and think that we have to be perfect. But really, the way to get through this is small, incremental, progressive steps. And so start your day off every day with like a little bit of positivity and Take control. Don't use substances Mm -hmm. to really um, guide you right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Ease off of the substances. I'm not saying that you have to be dry, but (laughs) I'm just saying like, you know, lean on yourself, lean on your books, lean on your friends, lean on movement. Mm -hmm. And I think it will open your heart to to be able to handle this situation um, a little bit you know, you'll come out on the other side, like a little bit better. Better, Right. Yeah. It sounds like that people just have to have like this and this incredible paradigm shift in how they think about things. You know, um, everything that you just, everything that you just read, it was like the story of my life. Mm -hmm. I swear to God, like, Mm -hmm. you know, but it was like, I, I realized at a certain point in my life that, I had to start to shift the way I, I, I thought about things. I had to change my perspective on things. Mm-hmm. Um, and once I started to do that, that's when I started to see my life just started started to radically just change. Yeah. You know? And and I think what you just read is just so important because I think once that mindset shift starts to happen, then people will start to see you know, because even people that the, the things that we're going through right now under the current circumstances, you know, for a lot of people, you know, you know, they don't they don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. You know, they just don't, you yeah. know. Um, but, you know, in order for them, I think, to um, make sure that, you know, they are able to start to see things a bit different than, you know, what they're currently going through an incredible mindset shift just has to happen. It has to happen. It does. And, and really what the, the way to kind of get that going. So if you're like, yeah, well, I just don't care. Right. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you just feel like you lack motivation. Um, you just have to start moving, Mm -hmm. you know, like it in the mornings from the beginning, I was like, okay, I am going to have to make sure I have a reason to get up every morning Mm -hmm. before work. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Because otherwise I'm going to just not be ready. Right. And so I gave myself a reason every morning. I said, I'm going to go on a walk every single morning and I want to get 6,000 steps in before I start working. And so it takes me about an hour to get in 6,000 steps. Mm -hmm. So that's like that gave me a reason to get out of bed. Mm -hmm. And now I look forward to it. Right. So once you just once you start moving, once you do it, then the motivation will come. Mm -hmm. But you have to give you you really do just have to make that first step. You got to start. You got to start. You you have to start. But Mm. you also have to be kind to yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you can't. 
I didn't start with 6,000 steps. I started mm-hmm. like two. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can do more, I can do more. And I, and really, I'm kind of up to almost 10,000 a day. Because uh, before work, because I just like it so mm-hmm. much, right? But um, I think once once you start and and you hold yourself accountable, you know, then you can progress. But if you start and you're like, oh, I have to hit this super high mark from day one, you're mm-hmm. just setting yourself up for yeah. failure. Yeah, absolutely. So you have to be kind to yourself, like small incremental steps, anything is better than nothing, right? So, you know, you give yourself a chance to score if you stay in the game. Mm -hmm. So what's the name of that book again? It's called Black Pearls. I love that. I love Barnes and Nobles. (laughs) Barnes and Nobles, you know, hopefully maybe there's like a a small business out there who sells this book. Hit us up, let us know, and we'll link you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think that's a good segue into, you know, just kind of talking about, you know, how the next couple of episodes of our podcast is going to be, you know, around this whole COVID thing. um, We really want to, you know, kind of give people some inspiration. You know, we want to give people some insight on, you know, things that they can do, you know, to kind of help them cope through this whole uh, COVID crisis that we're mm-hmm. in right now, you know. So we're gonna have uh, some really dope guests coming on, you mm-hmm. know. The kind of, I'm really excited about our next guest. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I'm really excited about this next person, man. I'm because I don't know if I could be more excited than you, but I'm pretty excited yeah, myself. Yeah, yo, my my boo is coming on. You know, my 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 boo Sally Nicole. Uh, she's an incredible just woman. Uh, it's my wife. Entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneur, just just incredible, just human being, man. Yeah, she's just an incredible sure. person. I just want to say it was my idea to have her on. You no, know, it definitely was your idea because <laughs> I was just like I was like keeping her away, you know what I'm saying? But no, I'm really excited because I know she can provide um, um, some insight, you know, just from you know drawing on personal experiences and and her profession and her profession and things that she's doing right now. I mean, you know, getting into coaching and things like that. So I mean, she can provide some incredible perspective on. And, you know things that we could be doing right now to kind of help us cope through this crisis um, but also too you know we do want to you know uh, address some of the you know inequities uh, when it comes to this yeah. crisis especially as it pertains to African Americans and the disproportionate effect that this crisis is having on our community yeah. you know so we really want to bring in some uh, a voice who's going to be able to uh, talk to um, you guys and everyone who's listening about, you know, how this uh, crisis is, again, disproportionately affecting our community, but ways that things that we need to be doing right now, you know, to to kind of help us get through it, you know. And I just want to acknowledge the fact that um, I think we kind of made we kind of made light of the fact that black people couldn't get this before. Mm. And, um, you know, just understanding how quickly this thing moved and mm-hmm. changed and that I, the information that was out there, we really did not have good information or just, you know, it just moved so fast that there wasn't a lot of information out there. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, we did make light of the fact that black people couldn't get this. And I think it was like a coping mechanism for mm-hmm. us at the time. But um, unfortunately, it's quite the opposite. And this is a, an extremely serious situation. Um, and so we have to take notice and uh, we have to understand that um, in our communities, we have to be the voices that are leaders explaining why congregating is not good, why 
um, different health markers make us more vulnerable to mm-hmm. this disease. Um, and, you know, black people more proportionately live in high density urban neighborhoods, yeah. which makes social distancing much more difficult. Um, so, you know, we just want it to be clear that we love y'all and first and foremost we want everybody to be safe and healthy and we are dying from this disease at much higher rates than any other race yeah man and and so we have to take this seriously and we have to stay vigilant wash your hands mask on yeah mask on stay your ass home (laughs) you know and please please people understand this is not a hoax this is not a, any conspiracy theory. This is the not government political. is yeah, it's not. This 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 virus, this uh this this pandemic, uh, COVID is an equal opportunity offender. Yeah. You know, um and to, in some respects, you know, not even that much equal because again, our people, black people, are the ones that are disproportionately affected by this thing more than anyone anyone else. So we, you know, you got to take heed to you know everything that the the health officials um. Um, our local officials, our government officials are are telling us um, the, the the guidelines and the recommendations that they are giving us right now, um, because at the end of the day, you know, I, I'm going to keep it a being with you. It could be you. At the end of the day, it could be you. It could be you. People in their 40s are dying from this. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say one more thing, which is, yes, this this will be an eye opener for decision makers everywhere in this country. However, we have to also understand what the markers are, what the indicators are that are making us more vulnerable Mm -hmm. and come together as a community to begin to address these issues, right? 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 So, and this is kind of like what I talk about on this show and and, and maybe in a more roundabout way Mm -hmm. usually, but I'll be more explicit this time, which is that, um, we have to be our voice, right? Yes. That is so important. So do not wait for anybody to understand the issues that are affecting your community better than you. Mm-hmm. You understand the issues that are affecting your community better than anyone else so that you know what you need and what to ask for. All right. All right. So you guys make sure that you tune in for um for this COVID series. Um it's gonna be a really uh interesting uh podcast series um coming up. Uh, like I said, we have some some dope guests coming on and we just wanna give you guys the game, man, you know, because we wanna just make sure that you guys are staying healthy, um and staying safe out there. So uh wanna thank you guys for tuning in uh to another episode of the B Suite Podcast with black Be people. Sweet. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Go, wait. I I haven't heard it in a while. I haven't heard it. <laughs> give it to me real quick. Be sweet. No, that's not it. That's not what I'm talking about. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. (laughs) Man, man. I miss my girl Tatora, man. But such a good time. Yes, you are. Yes, you definitely are, man. Um, but again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure that you um uh, follow the podcast on the, all of the major streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, um, all of the above, man. Um, we are all over the place. Uh, we want to thank you guys for just all the support that you guys have been providing us. Um, you can follow us on our Facebook page at the B-Suite Podcast and also on Instagram at the B-Suite Podcast. And oh, do us a favor. Let us know what you're doing to stay healthy. Yeah, yeah. So let us we know. we can shout it out on our next podcast. So do, do 
do us a favor. Just go on the Facebook page when you hear this on at the B Suite Podcast and let us know what you guys are doing to stay healthy doing this. We're gonna put the question up there uh, on on the on the Facebook page, and we just want to engage with you guys. So just make sure that you uh take take a moment and just uh just do that for us. All right. So so again, Shatara has been real. You know, oh, yeah. see you on the next podcast. We definitely appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, make sure you guys take care of yourselves and stay your ass home. Wash yeah. your hands. Peace. All right. Peace out.